you heard me you heard me welcome to you heard me the first time podcast my name is Nini. i'm nikki nicole and lizzie and welcome back to another episode can we shout out to our day ones because anytime something is not done right or whatever they'll hit us up in the dms like listen ladies i don't know if y'all know but so we, we love y'all we love y'all yeah shout out to y'all for real keep holding us down period period poo so you heard me the first time in the black community we need to focus on our mental health and basically seek therapy when needed um with that being said i think we all want to send our condolences to the beautiful fitness influencer motivational speaker woman um just all around amazing person, Raven Jackson, who, you know, tragically lost her life to suicide. This is, you know, it was really hard just to see somebody that I think we could probably all relate to being in fitness, young, black, trying to do her thing. And just to see her passing, I think it definitely hit us all in a way. Yeah, it definitely hit me because I was literally on her page over the weekend. um, And she was giving a tutorial on um, Instagram like a different way to help out with Instagram. And I was looking through it and, you know, I was mimicking what she gave and, you know, I just follow her on all her platforms and I was super, super, super shocked. So sometimes you just never know what someone is dealing with. And like Lizzie said, I feel like years ago, even five years ago, we didn't have the the tools, the verbiage to understand what mental health is. I think growing up when we seen people having an episode or you know whatever we used to call them crazy or did it but i feel like now we have the the language we have the tools to sync some type of something for your mental health you know and it can be going to therapy it can be working out it can be finding a hobby it can look different for everybody but you know you're your brain and your mental it just it helps with everything how you operate your day-to-day life so if that's not right nothing else would be right and i also want to say this too you heard me the first time check on not just your strong friends but just check on your people period like check on your weak friends check on your strong friends i think at this time we don't we everybody went through a lot we just came out of a pandemic and then right after a pandemic we're dealing with the whole like war and then inflation people losing their jobs people getting sick it's so much going on in this world i think this should teach everybody to just literally check on your people period yeah you know and it's like you like you said it's like you never know what a person is going through like when i went through her page it's something sudden because she had future plans like she was planning her to roll out her um shred september i hope i'm saying it right or whatever yeah like she had future plans it's not something well it could have been something she was thinking about but you know she made future plans for herself or whatever for whatever reason you know she decided what she decided and it's just like it's i i was i I promise you i went down all the way back down on her page like i was through her page it was just unbelievable like someone that looked like me and it's no it's like kind of on the same journey as me and it's just like wow you just you just really never know and 
one thing I try to teach um, my daughter, like, you know, because kids are mean or whatever. It's like, I always tell her, like, you never know what a person is going through. So be nice, be kind to everyone that you encounter, because you never know if that mm -hmm. one moment can change someone's outlook on everything they're going through. So mm -hmm. it's just like for yourself, make sure you're always putting on positive energy because you just never know what a person is going through. And like when it comes to seeking a therapy, even when you feel like everything is good, everything is going good within your life, it's okay to still speak to someone to talk about the goodness that's going on with your life. Mm -hmm. You know, just, just to make sure that you're okay. Or God forbid, it's something what something that you encounter and you never encountered before. Now you have an avenue on how to you know, work through that, for, you know, for whatever reason. And speaking on Raven, um, you know, I also went back to her other pages and I think she was struggling with mental health for a very long time, even when she was in college, because she started a foundation and a platform for other people that had mental illness um, and was struggle, struggling with their mental health. And you can tell it was something that she was trying to fight and she was trying to fight. So with mental health, it's a, in my opinion, it's something that you're going to have to work on for the rest of your life. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You know, I just wish somebody was in her and I'm not saying somebody wasn't, I guess wish somebody was with her at that moment, just to tell her, give it one more day, give it one more day, give it one more hour because your life can literally change. That's what mental health is. Like you have good and you have bad days. Um, and I ran across the video today and they were saying that your moods and your mental, mental health is like seasons, you know, one day you're going to have summer and you're, you know, some people enjoy summer. And then the other day is rain. Some people doesn't, you know, it's just, it's going to go, it's going to fluctuate. And I just wish somebody was just with her at that moment to tell her, just give it one more day. Tomorrow can change. Yeah. It's very good. It's very yeah. So rest in peace, Raven. We love you. And I hope she is in peace and I hope her family finds peace at this time. Exactly. Really um, quick, before we continue, let, let's name one thing that we do for our mental health. So I, for, I, I work out. I would say work out for me too. For me, it's definitely working out or just sitting in my car or sitting in my bathroom for a few minutes, yeah. just giving myself 10 minutes before I deal with Anybody. And music. Music definitely helps me. Um, in the car, I like sitting in, I can sit in my car for hours and, ju and just stroll through my phone. And, you know, that's a part of like, you know, helping your mental health. So it's like, yeah. I always try to tell like, you know, um, people that I encounter, like who speak on things that they're going through, it's just like, give yourself 10 minutes at least, because we're always on the go, on the go, on the mm. go. Just, yeah. Sit and give yourself 10 minutes to just breathe or just to focus on one thing that you want to focus. If it's scrolling through Instagram, but just give yourself 10 minutes and it can, it change your mood a lot of times. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our main topic today. We are talking about interracial dating. Um, have any of you guys dated outside your race or even talked to someone outside of your race? I tried. Yeah, I, I would say that with me too. I, it, I wasn't successful. <laughs> I really tried. Like, no, I tried. I was like, you know what? 
it was it was it was a white guy or whatever and um i was like really taken back that he even like try to speak to me or whatever because for some reason i just feel like they're scared like they're scared to speak to us sometimes or whatever so you know he was very good looking and very charming and everything so you found him attractive too yeah i found him attractive he was okay yeah so then we was texting and we was talking and then you know he started giving me a little background and he was like you know i just want to be honest with you he's um he's a recover recover addict recovering addict i hope i said it mm-hmm. right he's a recovering addict and um this is like the first week of us talking he's like he's a recovering addict he's going to his classes or whatever and you know i just want to make sure that you're serious because you know certain things can trigger him to, mm. to, to go back or whatever and i'm just like yeah no i don't want to be the reason why you you know, you go back to that or whatever. So I just start talking to him. That's a lot. Did you ghost him? Did you go- I did ghost him. That is a lot. Like, that is a lot. Go ahead. When he said that to me, like I talked to him like the next day because I didn't want to seem so bad. But I, I I was young. I was like 22 or something. Like I'm not ready. For- possibility for a person. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. And I, God forbid, like. I was like, yeah, no, this is not for me. Sorry. And there, you know, you know, I love me some TikTok, but there is something that's called trauma dumping. And that's what he did to you. Now, now you feel obligated to almost, okay, let me True. talk to him or give him another day because I don't want to be the reason that it's something that's called trauma dumping where you can just be having a general conversation with you and somebody doesn't know they're doing it, but all of a sudden they hit you with something like a big load and now you're tied and you feel fully totally responsible. And I'm like, yeah. I, not, I was not ready to be tied to that. So I was just That's like. That's a lot to take on. Yeah. So I was like, God, this is probably a sign. Stick to what you know. <laughs> so <laughs> as Black women, at, at least the Black women in my circle, I feel like we love our Black men, right? But for years, not all, but we have heard, listened witness black men talk down on us not prefer us to be you know to be seen with us or to date us do you think black women and black men date outside of their race for different reasons many um yes so okay i don't even know how to answer the question but yes i do but no for real i do believe like they date outside of their race for different reasons like for a man, now it's becoming like a preference for them. Like that's what it's they trend. prefer. It's a trend. Like, you know, it's a trend for them and that's what they prefer or whatever. And, you know, and because everyone likes to follow a trend, they're jumping on that bandwagon. For a woman, I have two things, opportunity and tired of, tired of the disrespect for Black men. Mm-hmm. My personal opinion. I feel like, you know, um, and when I say this, I hope it's not taken out of context because we do have a, like a lot of successful black men. Mm-hmm. But when a black woman, to me, sometimes I feel like it's sometimes it's based on that white man's success. And of course, she tried her black man and decided to try something else. That's just my opinion. I hope that was my, my argument. My argument to that is, but in general, women date up. That women, is true. 
women never we never try to date at our level or whatnot even if we're dating our race we still want our man to be the provider so i think it's just now the black woman now we're just with somebody that just may have a lot more than what the black man possibly can, you know have or he can the white man can now introduce the you know the black woman to maybe another type of lifestyle that she didn't know before um I watched Kendra G. She hosts a single show on Instagram. It's on Facebook and um, YouTube now. And a lot of the time, successful Black women, you know, that's making six figures or up, they want to also date a man that is making six figures and up as well. Um, and some of the Black men that, you know, also goes on her show and say, you know, it's either you're going to date a man that has the amount of money you have, but they're going to, they have options. They have a lot of options. They have, cause the, the pool is small for, for women. Like there is tons of successful women. There's more women than men in the world. So if you want to date a man with six figures, tall, dark, and handsome, there's 20 other women that's trying to date that man too. Do you feel like we have to compromise? So if you're making six figures or if you're making a, you know, a good salary and you want this man to be as successful as you or more successful than you, you have to compromise on something else. It's like. I think majority of black women, yes, you do have to compromise. Not, you know, of course, there's always exceptions to the rules, but I do have to agree with that. I do think you have to pick and choose. You're not going to find your perfect man. Definitely not in this market. I don't, well, of course, you're not going to find your perfect man. Of course, you're not going to find your perfect man, but I don't feel like it's not everything you need to compromise. Like, if you want a man that makes more than you, and that's what you want, I don't think you should compromise that because no, you want no. to be in a relationship, you know? I don't feel like, like it's, it's kind of like, okay, I want to be in a relationship so bad, so I'm going to take off what I want just to be in that relationship. Like, no, like, that's how I feel. Like, I don't feel like you should have to compromise on certain things that you want into a man. Now, if your list is crazy long, now that's the problem. I don't, I don't feel like you should have to compromise in, um, when you're in a relationship with a man, but I do think if you're talking about six figures or, you know, that type of like millionaire type of level, there's not a lot of black millionaires. So if you're up there in that level, you're not going to find so many people that look like you. And so I think that's, I think that's, I think I agree with I think that. That's when you have to compromise, but in general for the everyday person, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't compromise. So I feel like, women black women are starting to date outside of their race because maybe they we try so hard with our black men that now we like fuck it let's do what they doing and not That's what i'm starting to see i don't think i honestly don't think and i'm not speaking for every black woman i feel like in general the black woman wants a black man so when she goes outside of her race it's because, okay, she's ready to have kids. She's ready to settle down. Maybe uh, there's no one in her dating scene that looks like her. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like we do it out of convenience. And men do, and Black men, some Black men do it because this is now their preference. I think, I think it, honestly, I think now it's kind of like a trophy. Like and, and so and sometimes it doesn't even matter the quality of person that you're with. It's sometimes it's just 
the fact that you're not now is kind of like if it well to me I feel like just because you're not dating a black woman that's now a, a trophy or it could be considered a trophy and we are the trophies but we're not gonna get into that today so that's, that's a whole nother topic a whole, a nother, whole nother topic a whole nother day so but Lizzie I, would I, you personally date outside of your race would you date oh, we, some- know the, we know the answer to this one <laughs> No, and I yes, I would, and I I say that, but honestly and truly, it would be really really hard for me because like mm. I, it sounds good coming out, but not the fam you queen. I know, right? No, but like I would have to find somebody that's just relatable, and I think that would be my biggest issue because I can't be with somebody that can't understand or relate to my story. So yeah, that would be my biggest problem. But if I could find somebody that's outside of my race, that's relatable i wouldn't i wouldn't mind but my preference will of course always be with to be with the black man so she want a white man that think black but don't act black that's why i didn't say act black that's why i didn't say act black, think uh-huh. black. <laughs> black. don't act black because you don't do too much now <laughs> for me personally I love my black man. I'm just not there yet. Like I'm just not, that's, that's my preference. I have nothing against any other race or anything like that, but my personal preference is a black man. Like my love is, is black. Like, and I, I'm just not ready to give up on the black man yet. Cause I love yeah, y'all. I, my, my, I don't, I don't see it for myself, but you never know you. I may go to the gym or go out and I might not a white man. Um, a Hispanic, um, and <laughs> I don't think I can do white. Oh. I might meet somebody outside of my race and fall in love with him. Da, 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 da. But if I have my preference, I just I don't, I don't see it. I always see, see, see it for you, Nikki. I can you can see what? I can see Spanish, not white. I can kind of see Spanish for you. Really? Oh. I can, I, see, I can see black and I only see black for my friend, my black friends. I'm sorry. Like I do. Like I only see black for y'all. So how if y'all brought home a white man, right? Or if y'all introduce a white man to y'all friends or another race, how do you think your friends or your family would react? How do y'all think I would react? <laughs> I think you would make jokes about it, but I don't think it would be it would like on my a damn big... nerves. <laughs> Is it pink? There's so much questions. What y'all do in the bedroom? Do you, do you see you look like a wig? Well, could be like, do you play master and slave? <laughs> That's the question she's going to be oh asking. Do you let him say the N-word behind those doors? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think my immediate people would care that much. I think it would be like a joke here and there, but I don't think there would be no judgment. I don't think so my immediate people wouldn't care but i do think my the bigger outer circle it would be a problem Mm. so yeah i would say that um i know for sure my little sister would be happy as hell (laughs) i know that for sure like she would be cheering me on because she's all for a white man she just decided like okay you know what i'm gonna try to start dating within my race and see how it works or whatever so i'm kind of proud of her but but um my mom I don't know she might she might be taken back at first she might be a little taken back she is Caribbean or whatever and you know all she know is black and you know she worked with a lot of um 
a white, lot of elderly white people. Mm. And so working with them, um, with the elderly white people is like, you know, she experienced different things. She's, so, she's been mistreated by them. She's been mistreated by them. Mm. So if I was supposed to bring home a white man, she she would like learn to accept accept it, but she would be very taken back. You need a transition. That's yeah. a good way to put it. So you you have a daughter, Minnie. Do you? I know you guys are not talking about the dating stuff yet, child. Oh my no, god. We are. So I was gonna say, I know you guys are not talking about dating yet, but you just said you guys are dating at nine. But not not in a sense of where she's like she wants to date, like not in those okay. terms, right? But I do, okay, so I do want to build that relationship and foundation where she's in the third grade. She's, no, I'm lying. Oh my gosh. She's in the fourth grade, right? And she's nine years old. She's nine years old. And let's all be real. They're at that age where they find the opposite sex attractive. I had my first boyfriend when I was in the third grade. Hey, Steven. (laughs) Why do I remember the God? You know, we like at that age we was we was sneaking like you know like liking boys and talking about boys or whatever. So it's like I know. So it's like I have these conversations with her, her and uh, my boyfriend daughter or whatever, and they get so excited. Like, oh my gosh, we're talking about boys. It's okay, whatever. So you know, she actually told me her type, like the type of guy, the type of girl. baby girl with a type, and I'm just like. And so, we'll black. it is her type is black her skin color. she said her skin color but I remember when we was having this conversation she was like mommy you know you're you're so overprotected and I just want to be able to tell you these things or whatever so when I talk to you don't make no facial expression and don't say anything unless I ask for your advice so I'm just sitting there like okay yeah so she told me she told me her type her type is her type is black for now. My type is your type. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. But what was your question? No, I was gonna say, would you um let her know your? I don't. I'm trying to find the right words. I guess your wishes for her. Like, would you stress to her black love, or would you just allow her to Be who she find that on her own? I will allow her to find that on her own. Um, I always pray that, you know, the Black men that's in her life are being a great example to where she mm. wants to have a Black man in her life. Like, oh, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, that's my biggest prayer. Like, you know, even with um, my boyfriend, her father, her grandfather, my brothers, her like, I, you know, her uncles or whatever. I pray that they are at a standard where she will want to date a Black man. Yeah, but I wouldn't project my own um wants for her. Like I wouldn't project that on her because, you know, she should have the option of dating whoever she wants to date. And I'll I'll be very I'll be I'll be very I'll I'll make jokes, but I will be very supportive. Supportive. Go crack a joke. If that's one thing she gonna do. I'm gonna make a joke. I'm gonna make a joke. So one thing about Nala, she gonna crack one back. Yeah. She quick with it. Quick with it. But I pray, I pray she date a black man. I pray she pray Hopefully. Home. Yeah, I pray she pray A good home. black man. A good, a good black man. A good black man. He's a good man, no? A good black man. Okay. Okay, we doing black in front of it. 
black, black. My question, my question for y'all is with like so many black men not wanting to date black women, then you have black men being incarcerated, and then you also have black men being gay. Do you think that black women should now start dating outside of their race as a necessity? Because how are we going to find love? Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, it doesn't hurt to try. You never know what's out there. If you put your stuff in a box, you're only going to have what's available in that box. So, you know, if you want to open that box up, see what's out there, go ahead. But my box is closed. The door is closed. What will prompt you, like, if you decide, what will prompt you to make that decision? Like, the maybe the race. opportunity just presents itself. Somebody approached you, and like you said, you you know, the white guy that approached you, you found him attractive, and you got, oh, he's a nice looking guy. It doesn't hurt. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but again, like I said, my preference would be if I had a choice on how my life would look, my husband would be black. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Black love. Ooh. Elizabeth, your love is blackish. White. I love caramel macchiato. <laughs> I, I, you know, honestly, I can't even see you. I can only see you with a white man. Really? Really? You can only see me with a white man? I don't know. Probably because you always you say talk you to her. Out. Probably because you say you would date outside your race. So now I'll only think of you with a white <laughs> Probably because you always say, like, yeah, I'm okay with dating out my race. So it's like, I'll be going through, yeah. I'll be going through TikTok and Instagram. I'm like, oh, this looks like a good white man for Elizabeth. Send over. Okay, this looks like the type of guy she would date. Like, I'll be sending in the group chat. I'm like, Liz, this is what you're talking about. Like, this type of white man. Uh, give me I a mean, Jack Harlow, okay? I make sure they have a little rhythm to them, a little swag or whatever. They have to have, like, they have to have that. They have to have some type of swag to them. Absolutely. Yeah. A little, you're not going to be embarrassing me at the cookout. Like, you're not about to be embarrassing I wish me. I could find this TikTok. I wish I sent it to y'all. It was a TikTok of this lady. She did before. It was a black lady. She was with her white man. And she did before and after. She met oh, her. I've seen that. I've seen it. Yes. Too. And literally took him from, like, 360. Like, that's some shit I think I could I would do. <laughs> like, okay, that was cute. Yeah. So let's get into our listener letter. This is where you guys access for advice. You can send us an email at you heard me the spell D-A. That's important. First time at gmail.com. Again, that's you heard me the first time at gmail.com. You can send us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Now let's get into it. You said Instagram, sorry. We get double DM us <laughs> so we know it's real. All right, okay. <clears throat> hey, ladies, please give me please give me some advice. I've been dating this guy for about four months, and it's getting really serious. Everything is going great. I was recently introduced to his mother, and he is showing me all the signs that he is ready for a relationship. My only issue is that I want a commitment, and I'm ready to be his girlfriend like real bad. We talked about it before, and during. During our most recent conversation, I gave him an ultimatum. Either we are in a relationship or we stop talking. He was not happy and told me he needed space. So we still communicate, but our relationship is now way off. What should I do? Was I wrong? Busy, you first. Mm-hmm. Me? Um, I would say, in the words of many, 
you know, communicate. <laughs> no, um, first I would say also too, like before you make something like an ultimatum, you have to be sure of what you're saying. Like you can't go back and forth on it. So I think before she even went and told him that, you know, this is it's either A or B, then she should have been ready to leave once he really was like, mm. you know, he stepped back or she should be ready to really end the relationship and not kind of like lead it on or, you know, kind of leave it in a gray area. Um, Cause it's not really, she didn't really give him a, a real ultimatum. It just once again, put their relationship in a weird place. So I think she should probably communicate with him because obviously she doesn't want the relationship to be over. She really like him and maybe give him more time and see if he'll be ready then. Yeah. I, I don't like when men do that. Why do all, like, all of that, like, make me your mom and, you know, like, and then not want to commit? Then again, it's like, it's, Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes me and nothing. It's weird, right? You're right. It's weird, right? Because you want the man to wine and dine you and show you all this or whatever. But then it's like, why do all that when you're not ready to commit to me? Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's such a weird thing because I, I want you to do this, but when you do this, I want to be in a relationship with you in, at the end of the day or whatever. But I, I go ahead. I was going to say, I only want you to do that for me if your intentions is to take it to the next level. So if your intentions are just to see, oh, how this goes and you just want to have a, a good time, then let's just keep it at a good time. But if you're courting me and you're allowing me to meet, you know, people that you love, your mother, and like Lizzie said, everybody introducing you to their parents don't always mean something, but that means something to me. Yeah. So maybe she should have yeah. led with that. Like, listen, I don't want to meet your mother unless this is going somewhere, right. you know? So don't do it. No, leave me, leave me where I'm at, sir. Okay. Leave me alone. If, if you want a hoe, treat me like a hoe. If you want a wife, treat me like a hoe. No, for real. No, no, I'm for real. Like, you, like if you just want a good time and you just want to fuck, like, okay, let me be the one to decide that. But don't start doing all this good stuff. And then when I'm like, I'm ready to be in a relationship, you acting all surprised and shit. Like, what do you, you want to what? You exactly. <laughs> You're surprised. Like, nigga, you doing all the right shit. What the fuck you surprised for? I'm ready. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to be your wife. Like, what's up? Like, I love you. I'm in love. Okay. Real like, bad. Real bad. Like, come on. But I agree with what you're saying, Lizzie. Like, don't give that ultimatum if you're not ready for, if you have well, to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do something about it. Exactly. So now the fact that he basically gave you his answer. Like, I need space. Like, bro, what you mean you need space? Like, yeah. it's either you want it or not. Like, four months, isn't that a good enough time to know if you want to be with this, if you want to take it to the next level with this person? Yeah. Do you think that's a good enough time? And then say that again. Do you think four months is an enough time to know if you want to be with someone or not? Depending on how you're spending that four months. Yeah. So if you guys are with each other every day, those four months or majority of the week, those four months, I, I think that's a decent amount of time to know whether <laughs> or not. But some people move slow. It depends. Are you dating other people or are you just dating that one person? If it's exclusive for four months, I'll say four to six months you know if this is something that you want to take long term i know within a month i think I, yeah i don't think that's a lot of time for me I girl watch your words i watch know i, I don't want to have this conversation with you two months from now i've been dating this guy for three weeks real bad <laughs> oh my gosh yeah <laughs> 
So what should she do though? Like, I think we should have a conversation because now she literally like she tried to get clarification for the relationship and now she put it in a gray area. So I think now she should go and have a conversation with him. Like, okay, literally, what are we doing? Are we going to move forward? Is this space meaning that it's over? But if she wanted a relationship, she got space. So whatever. Damn. And sometimes we do that in hopes that they do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So maybe her intentions is like, okay, I'm going to tell him this and this is going to make him move. But like Lizzie said, you... You, you, you gotta go into it knowing it can go real quick like oh it can go either way like because now you look crazy when it goes the other like when it goes the other way i feel like um yes probably have a conversation but don't forget this moment because mm-hmm. you that, don't that. Yeah, you don't want to like okay, y'all have that conversation. He's like, okay, you know, you know, y'all start back talking, and then another four months go by, you already know what you want, right? So, because you already know what you want, it's really time for you to decide if you're willing to keep talking to like wait for him or you walk away. Just don't forget this moment, don't let the same conversation happen twice, exactly. Well, there you go. If you need advice, you can send us an email at you heard me thus the da. That's important. First time at gmail.com. Again, that's you heard me the first time at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been an episode of You Heard Me the First Time podcast. My name is Minnie. I'm Nikki Nicole. And Lizzie. Ow.